ho, ho, and welcome to the Savings Angel Show, Show, Show. I'm Josh Ellings, the Chief Executive Angel at SavingsAngel.com, and your personal money-saving Santa. Now, as an abundance teaching consumer expert, syndicated newspaper columnist, and TV and radio personality, I'm also that holiday savings guy, here to give you just what you really need most this Christmas. I won't be coming down your chimney at the end of the week, but I am here to give you the life hacks that will save you more money, earn you more money, and help you live more abundantly. This week, I have for you last-minute ideas and tips for Christmas. Also, how about a Victorian-style New Year's Eve party? Well, I've got some great ideas for that, and I've got some New Year's ideas for the kiddos. I'm also going to share some of my thoughts on this blessed season. I love saving money, I love doing this podcast, and I love delivering value to you. So on Dasher! Just because you might be doing some things last minute doesn't mean you should spend so much. So I have a few tips and reminders for you as we close up the Christmas shopping season. First and foremost, don't forget that Christmas is the one day of the year when virtually all businesses are closed, even Walmart. Now, I'm sure you know this, but we can sometimes lose sight of the fact in the bustle of the days leading up to Christmas. So, if you end up having to run out for something, it's likely that gas stations are going to be about the only place you'll find open. So, make a list of everything you'll need on Christmas Day right now, such as food for all three meals, plus snacks and drinks. Don't forget batteries for toys, any pots and pans you need for special recipes, and any special clothing. Then, check your list twice before Christmas Day. Now, don't wait until Christmas Eve to head to the store, even for stocking stuffers. Now, years ago, it wasn't unusual to find a full supply of Christmas gear available for sale even up to New Year's Day. However, we've noticed in recent years, stores have stopped restocking their seasonal items earlier and earlier. So to avoid empty shelves when you go shopping, try to hit the stores this week rather than waiting until Wednesday or Thursday. Otherwise, you might be forced to purchase something different or at a higher price than you were planning. Now, you might be doing last-minute Christmas shopping But that's no reason to pay retail. With all the deals available for both grocery and non-grocery goods available, don't leave money on the table just because you're rushed. Head to SavingsAngel.com. We've got some great offers and deals and coupons that you can use that you can keep an extra $10, $20, $30, $40, $50 or more this week. Next, save on gift tags by using up odds and ends of Christmas card sets. Now, you can either cut out the pictures on the front or use them whole. Now, if you have kids or grandkids, let them write a keepsake-worthy personal message to loved ones. Use scrap or extra paper from school, work, or from printing items out at home to wrap small gifts. Wrap blank side out, and decorate. Now, this is another way for kids to be involved in gift giving as they go crazy with their creations. Now, another idea is to use fabric you don't need. Uh, Or even consider cutting the sleeves off a stained shirt to make a gift bag. It can be done. I've seen it on Pinterest. Now, these are creative options 
great for making interesting conversation and great holiday memories. To completely avoid the time writing and expensive buying gift tags, just use different wrap for each person. For example, if you have two children, wrap one child's gifts in one wrap, the others in a different wrap. This is going to save a little bit of time, and the receivers can immediately tell which gifts are theirs. Likewise, wrap items that are identical but for multiple people in the same wrap. For example, if you give gifts to teachers, hairdressers, employees, etc., just wrap them all the same. That way, you won't have to tag them. You won't have to try and remember whose is whose. Next, make homemade ornaments or ones you thin from your collection instead of ribbons or bows. Photographs make great personalized gifts or even packaged decorations. Think of those school photos you keep meaning to get out to people. Forget expensive greeting cards. Unless you shop bargains, greeting cards are outrageous and aren't necessary when giving a gift. Consider using one of the options I've just shared instead or just write the person's name and a little note right on the wrapping paper. Now, along with the ideas I've just given you, I want you to check out a video that we found that I think shares 10 very, very good life hacks that you need to know for Christmas. And I'll just run through these. And again, I've got this video all online for you so you can check out. Okay. It includes last minute gift ideas, including how to have a gift bag in a pinch, how to keep wrapping paper from unraveling, sending Christmas letters with no envelopes, how to make Christmas-shaped pancakes, keeping tape edges easy to find and easy to grab, how to mimic the scent of a real pine tree, decorating cookies beautifully, keeping Christmas lights organized for the next year, how to make fancier desserts or coffee drinks, and homemade upcycled thank you notes. The video to see the specifics of each of these I just shared is available right now on our blog. Just head to savingsangel.com and use the handy search in the upper right corner. Click on the magnifying glass and input the keywords Christmas Life Hacks. Then choose the post titled 10 DIY Christmas Ideas You Need to Know. And with Christmas this week, finally, it's time to talk New Year's. Now, it seems that more and more in our modern times and device-driven world, we're losing touch with the past and old traditions. So, how about reconnecting a little this New Year's with some Victorian New Year's Eve party ideas. I love this. Now, the opening of one's home to friends and family on New Year's Eve and on New Year's Day has been an American tradition since our colonial days. Traditions brought from the old countries flourished in the new. President George Washington himself kept this tradition. After his inauguration as President of the United States in April of 1789, he began opening his home to visitors every New Year's Day. He continued this tradition every Every year, he occupied the president's house on Market Street in Philadelphia until March 1797. Yeah, those were the days. Now, along with opening one's home, the traditions of specific foods served and enjoyed on New Year's has lasted for generations. Although culturally varied, the purposes are essentially the same. To bring luck, good fortune, wealth, prosperity, and 
and health throughout the coming year. Now, here are some food traditions. Pork of varying cuts and preparations, often served with sauerkraut or cabbage. Now, tradition holds, you might be asking, why pork? Here we go. Here's why. Tradition holds that the pig or hog is a symbol of fatness and plenty. Now, tradition also teaches that because a pig roots forward for its food, having pork signifies progress and moving forward in life during the coming year. Next, Black-eyed peas and pork, also called Hop and John. That's a southern dish. Now, this is usually served with greens. The peas are coins. The greens are dollars. And pork for the aforementioned additional symbolism, which I just shared. Cookies and cakes of numerous varieties. Now, these are round to symbolize the completion of the old year. Special cookies and cakes also were usually elaborate to symbolize prosperity and health. Now, often, cakes had a coin or other trinket hidden in them to bring the finder of the hidden item extra luck in the coming year, assuming they didn't choke on them. (laughs) I'm not sure I'm going to do that one. Yeah, could you imagine? Like, I've got my nine-year-old, and I put, like, little trinkets inside there. Y'all put some jacks, or uh, jacks, you know, like, you know, with jacks, with the little ball that you bounce, and you grab the jack. I'm just trying to think of something you would not want to put in there. I'm not going to put trinkets inside a cookie and give them to my nine-year-old, because they're going to end up in his tummy, guaranteed. Next, lobster and fish. Now, both are for health, happiness, and good life, with the fish often prepared and displayed to appear as though it's still swimming alive and well. Dig in. Now, here's something you should avoid on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Turkey and chicken. You might be asking, Josh, why? Well, in some cultures, it's believed that partaking of fowl during New Year's will actually bring bad luck, since these animals scratch backwards for their food. Now, this is said to symbolize moving backwards rather than forwards in the life of the coming year, as well as having to scratch out a living rather than enjoying abundance. Now, turkey or chicken is enjoyed over Christmas instead to put the old year behind you. Now, this particular symbolism is not Victorian in nature. Cold turkey was often served at New Year's party buffets back in old-timey days. Now, in addition to special food, activities were planned to make this day special, such as parades, plays, and balls. Now, obviously, you won't be hosting your own private parade, but you can plan to have dancing. Now, here are some ideas to host an old-timey Victorian New Year's party. You ready? One, two, three, four, five. Number one, craft a traditional menu. To save on the cost of some dishes, you can use modern shortcuts or go more for the spirit of the dishes rather than replicating them precisely. You know, the dishes that I just talked about. Now, some suggestions include ham sandwiches, imitation lobster rolls, and decorated cookies. Number two, choose a theme. Immerse your guests in bygone days with special fashions and decorations. Have guests wear vintage hats or recreations. Wear masks or even dress up in Victorian-era costumes. That would definitely be going overboard. But if you can do it, hey, more power to you. Search online for renderings of Victorian-style decorations and tablescapes. Number three, put on a mummer's play. 
Again, you might be saying, Josh, what's a mummer's play? Well, traditionally, it's a short play with some comedy and signifies the battle between good and evil. A mummer's play is a unique and entertaining way to throw a top-notch party. If you Google this, you'll find plenty of scripts that you could act out. Now, you could even have a mummer's play competition between groups or of of guests. Your kids are going to love this, and you can even give prizes for the best one. Number four, play parlor games. And yes, parlor, P-A-R-L-O-U-R, parlor games. Old-fashioned favorites include ball of wool. The old favorite, blind man's buff or bluff. Change seats is another one. Charades is something, that's, that's one that everybody should know. You can play this one. It's called Reverend Crawley's Game. You can also play the minister's cat. And finally, wink murder. Now, wink murder, I think I know what that one is. And I know what charades are. The rest You're just going to have to hit Google or this article, by the way, where I'm referencing all of these things. We've got it online. Just go to savingsangel.com if you want to find this list, including the dishes that I talked about in all these games. Now, games like what I just shared are going to get guests interacting rather than just being on their phones. Now, this makes for fantastic laughs and even better memories. Now, one traditional way to enhance group games is to make the losers perform hilarious and even somewhat humiliating. Humiliating tricks or tasks as assigned by the rest of the group. Finally, number five, let them throw cake. Let people revive the messy but guaranteed party favorite tradition of cake throwing. It's said that throwing a cake against your exterior wall will ensure plenty to eat for your family in the coming year. It's true, it really works. Now, okay, I don't know about you, but I think maybe throwing the cake, that sounds like a blast. Now, it actually makes me think about the old saying, too, have your cake and eat it, too. And that saying holds a lot of meaning for abundance. And I've been helping millions of families for nearly nine years now to have their cake and eat it, too. And I want to invite you to do the same. So get our free up-to-date top deals, freebies, and coupons 24-7 at our blog at savingsangel.com. Just head to savingsangel.com, sign up for our free login. It's free, right? Set a password, you're set. It's completely free to see the articles, top deals, life hacks, freebies, coupons, and video savings tips. Once you're logged into the blog, you can find this post for this podcast where I'll have the links to articles and posts I mentioned. There, you'll also find the links to prior podcasts. Now, if you ever want to quickly find anything I talk about on this podcast, or if you've seen me on TV and you want to find a deal I mentioned, just use the handy search in the upper right-hand portion of any Savings Angel page. Just click on the little magnifying glass to bring up the search box and input a keyword. It's that easy, and of course, it's free. Again, after you've checked out all the valuable free stuff, you might want more. So this Christmas, be my guest on our full site for the best offer we've ever done for our full enlightened shopping access, plus access to our 90 Days to Abundance video library. More than 80 videos that I spent four months producing. I worked my 
not stop making these videos. You're going to love them because they're going to save you tons of money in the new year. Now, in Enlightened Shopping, you can view the store lists, the match coupons, and even make personalized shopping lists. In the video library, you can view videos at your leisure and learn how to save on vacations, cut your utility bills, and much more. Now, if you start under this current deal that I just shared, this is good only through 2015. Here's the deal. Our prices are likely going to go up after January 1st. Your lower price is going to remain in effect for the length of your membership, your grandfather, no matter what our prices go to in 2016. And at only $3.99 a week, you're going to get the value you need to have your cake and eat it too, month after month after month. And it's an honor to have my team of more than 20 plus angels serving your family. Now, while you're planning New Year's Eve, you might have kids that you want to include. Normal New Year's party ideas aren't generally geared toward children. So we have some kid-friendly ideas for you as well. Now, kids love the idea of New Year's Eve celebrations, even if some are too young to really understand it. Now, they still like to celebrate, eat special treats, and make a lot of noise. I mean, I pretty much just sounds like my kids every day. Um, Here are some ideas for New Year's Eve for kids. Check Pinterest for numerous recipes, craft ideas, and more party suggestions. Number one, set the clocks ahead. If you're concerned about the kids staying up too late, or if you plan to have a more adult-centered celebration closer to midnight, set the clocks ahead to have midnight fun with the kids first. After all, it's midnight somewhere, right? You can also celebrate Noon year. Now, this is a popular idea, and this is where you treat noon like it's already midnight, complete with making as much noise as possible. Again, that's my kids pretty much every day. Now, kids also enjoy having some kind of DIY ball drop or watching the video of the big one from New York last year on YouTube. Netflix had something really cool. It was, uh, oh, with the Madagascar characters. Uh, and you could probably find that as well. Next, you can make silly hats, lots of noisemakers, and plenty of decorations. Now, these things add to the fun and excitement and are inexpensive to make. You can spend time earlier in the day or the day before, creating hats from construction paper, hanging decorations, and making noisemakers. One easy noisemaker idea is to fill empty water bottles with small pebbles or dried beans. If you're pressed for time or ideas, you can also check your local dollar store for decorations, hats, noisemakers, and party favors. Do not go to Party City. That's right, Party City. Boo! Your prices are too expensive. Next, (laughs) Hope they, uh, I don't get in trouble for that. Uh, next, plan games. Kids love games, and it's a great way to get them off the media and interacting. Do a quick search online for good group games that are simple and require a little preparation. You might try those New Year's games that I talked about earlier. I'm sure the kids would love them. Now, you could even have little trinkets for prizes. You know, I have a memory of, especially charades. I remember when my daughter, I want to say she was like maybe seven years, six or seven years old, and we were playing charades, and one of the words that she had to do was starfish. And um, so she she just stood with her feet really far apart, her arms up in each corner, and uh, trying to look like a star. And, you know, to this 
day now, 10 years later, I, we still have that memory of her doing that. The charades and some of these games I shared, I, this is just going to create a lot of fun. Your kids are going to love it. And sometimes, yeah, it does require a little organization to do it. But you know what? If you do, I think that there's a, a, a really good reward of memories there. Now, here's a few other ideas. Plan special activities for that day. You can check online for what's happening around your hometown. Activities include skating, bowling, early evening ball drops, and even fireworks in some places. You could just hit hit up uh, Google, and I'm sure you'll find something going on in your town. Now, of course, don't forget the let them throw cake. I just shared this. Kids probably won't understand the meaning behind the tradition, but guaranteed they'll love participating in it. Finally, you can set off a few fireworks. If the weather cooperates where you are, plan to do a few small fireworks. Might be chilly outside, but who cares when stuff is blowing up? Now, before our time together is up, given that it's Christmas, I want to take a few moments to reflect on how grateful I am for all the blessings of God. Not only do I get to do what I love for a living, It is truly, truly an honor, and I thank him every day that I get to do what I do. Okay, I'm even more deeply blessed by the greatness and love of God demonstrated in the people he's given to me to love and that love me. I love my family, my beautiful wife, my three beautiful children, and even my doggy, Levi. Now, of course, this love is isn't demonstrated. When we talk about love of man and we talk about love of God, this love isn't demonstrated any more poignantly than the reason we're celebrating Christmas, for those of you who are Christian, and that is the gift of Christ over 2,000 years ago. He came because, because we needed him, and he came because he loves us. And most of all, he came that we might have life, true life, and have it more abundantly. Now that, my friends, is our show for this week. I hope that you'll be able to use some of the tips I shared over the next few days. And while you're out and about grabbing last-minute items, I'd love for you to listen to previous podcasts and share them with all others. This message of abundance is for all seasons. You deserve abundance. Your loved ones deserve abundance. Your friends, your Facebook friends, you know, whoever, anyone you know, your neighbors, they all deserve abundance. And I've got my own special little take on abundance that I promise each and every week, well, most weeks, and unless I need a week off, I will be of service to them as I am to you. But it's especially important during this time when we're all trying to make things a little brighter while watching our budgets. So I hope the ideas in this podcast really help you and your family. And I want to let you know that in January, this podcast is going to put the pedal to the metal. We're going to floor it in terms of practical tools and tips for making crazy profits in your budget, eliminating debt. And also, if you listen to me each week, I'm going to take you on a journey of losing 15 pounds. If you just do what I do, you may not lose 15, you might lose more, you might lose a little bit less, but 
you are going to enjoy more abundance in health. That is my promise to you. I am all about this. So whether you're wrapping last-minute gifts or perhaps helping the guy in red stuff some stockings, I look forward to hearing from you. Drop me a comment in the podcast feedback. Write me on my Facebook page. You can find our group, our private group. You're welcome to join. Okay, Just go to savingsangel.com forward slash Facebook, and you'll be redirected right to our Facebook group. Not our page. I don't do anything over there. But our group, we have some amazing people. Our Facebook friends and family uh, that we've been in service to for years and years and years. I'd love for you to join us there. You can also call our podcast hotline at 407 205 9250 and leave me a message. You could talk about what topics you'd like me to talk about or how your personal journey to abundance is going. With your okay, I'll even share your story or question in an upcoming podcast. You never know what might brighten the lives of others. That's why I think it's so important to continue to inspire people in the way that you know best. How has God blessed you in your life? Share that story. Don't hide that story, right? Even if you Call it the universe blessing you, whatever. Just share that goodness with other people this time of year and throughout 2016. Do it in love and people will appreciate it. And together, we can inspire people to live more abundantly. And a brighter outlook is definitely a part of living abundantly. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Have a great week. And as always, live abundantly. They're going to end up in his tummy, guaranteed.